0: Thank mm-hmm. Good evening, everyone. It is terrific Tuesday. Hopping on for some quantum inspirations. I have got my comments up, so please be interactive. I would love, love, love for this to evolve into a conversation for all of us. Hope that everyone is having an amazing evening. Um, And we're going to be talking about freedom from toxicity and what that means for our lives, um, what that means in the way of holistic healing and really stepping into your power and stepping into a future, a present of possibility. And so like, what does that mean? What does that even mean, freedom from toxicity? Oh, I'm talking about external toxicity and internal toxicity and you know we always talk about this in some way shape or form in the sports realm and then in our own personal lives and what that growth journey looks like so I want to talk to you about my personal perspective I have been doing a lot of release work lately and so this is what I have found is that You have to decide within you first that you value yourself enough to free yourself from toxicity. I'm talking toxic conversations, toxic relationships, toxic internal dialogue. All of these things are important because you can get rid of a couple and one still remains and it still will hold you back. Like you've got to address this holistically and life changes for the better. I promise you. And so I have like it's pretty easy as far as within yourself. You have to be very intentional, but to stop toxic internal dialogue like that is something that you have 100 percent control over. Right. That is something that you can do on your own. It's not easy. But it's something that you have complete control on. All you have to do is decide that you're done talking shit to yourself. Like it's time. If you're still talking shit to yourself, it is time to decide that you are done with that. That you love yourself more than that. That you are worthy of all of the good things in life. And that means that you start talking to yourself about that and not the bullshit. Right. And so I want to tell you that throughout a given day, we think the same thoughts 80 percent of the time. It's like a broken record playing over and over and over in our brain. And so what if. What if you decided to be more intentional about the internal conversations that you're having with yourself? What a huge impact that will have on your life because it's a broken record over and over and over. Hold on just a second. Hey, James, can you go in your room, please? Go in your room. Sorry, (laughs) being live, you know, what can I say? I moved James into the hallway and he's like playing Fortnite and he's super loud. OK, sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Dan, you like my you, I got all glitzed up for you guys. tonight. A uh, little bit of feathers on my earrings. OK, so back to what I was saying. Um, so this internal dialogue, dude, we're saying the same stuff over and over again. And you have something like 70,000 thoughts. Going through your brain throughout the day and all of those are pretty much the same. I mean, that is serious stuff. That is power right there. That is power if you are willing to be intentional and to take those negative thoughts when you're thinking them and flip them. Flip it. Pivot. If you are getting down on yourself about something that you did, some mistake that you made, something that you said, flip it and and say the opposite to yourself. So I used to really get down on myself about like not being like stellar mom, right? Like not being super mom when in actuality, I'm an amazing freaking mom. I don't know why I had that internal dialogue in my head, but I did. It was there. And every time I would think something negative about my ability to mother, you know, like, um, I don't know, somebody didn't get their homework completely done or something. And so like I took that on as my own and I'm a bad mom because my kid didn't get their homework done. Now I would flip it. And I would think about, you know, like the 99% of the time that I helped the kids with their homework, that they got it done, that they felt good about it. Just flip that shit and turn it into something positive. It really is that simple, that simple. Every thought. Now what happens is when you do this, When you are intentional about it, we've talked about this before. What are we doing? We're making new neural pathways in our brain. And so, the reason that negativity gets ingrained and wired in us is not only because of social conditioning, because that's really where it starts these shitty stories that we start telling ourselves from a very young age because of what the outside world is saying to us, but these neural pathways become hardwired in our brain. They, they become myelinated, which means they're boom, they are there. And so it takes some time. So you need to be easy on yourself. It takes some time to restructure your brain, but it can be done. All right, what is Dana saying? I have something for you to throw out your opinion on. Oh, okay. How a college player feels when the coach that brought them to the progr- oh, program leaves, how should players feel? Or, or okay. Okay. Oh. That is a good question. Okay, so you know what? I'm gonna save that question because I wanna talk about external toxicity as well. I'm gonna save that question for external toxicity. Thank you. Thank you for the interaction. I appreciate it. Okay, so. Back to the internal dialogue that we're having. So it's like a it's like a muscle, right? It's like a muscle. So just like you're building a bicep, like there's a lot going on inside before you actually see the muscle. But there's shit going on in there, right? There's shit going on in there, and that muscle will build, and eventually you will see that big old bicep. I don't wanna I don't wanna burn your eyes with my big old bicep, so I'll keep my sleeve down. Um, Okay, but changes are happening, and so. What happens when these changes occur inside of our brain is that our personalities change. Your personality becomes your personal reality. And so as you shift your personality and you shift the way that you deal with the outside world, the outside world shifts for you. Okay. This is neuroscience. So what happens is when the when you shift in here, your brain actually allows you to receive the positive signals from the outside world that your brain could not recognize before because you were so drenched in negative thoughts, feelings and emotions in that toxicity. And so all it takes is a decision and intention. Start observing your thoughts. Donia, you? hello, darling. Start. <laughs> start observing your thoughts. You have a negative thought creep in. Stop it. Ooh, you know what you could do? Pattern interrupt. I don't see one, but this is what you can do. And uh, this is this is a trick I use for the ladies, but you know, the dudes can do it too. Get a rubber band. Get a rubber band and put it on your wrist. Every time you start to have a negative thought, you know what you do? Flip the shit out of your wrist. And it hurts. It hurts. Flip it hard, baby. And you know why? You know why this is a great idea? This is a pattern interrupt. What happens is you start to associate negative thoughts with pain. You don't like pain your body doesn't like pain. And so what happens is you start wiring within you the, 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 um, dislike. Oh, look, I've got, hell, I've got one on my wrist the whole time. You flip it and you're like, Ooh, that hurts. And so you've, then you've got an association with pain and negativity. You don't want pain. Therefore you don't want negativity. This is a great, great tool. It It has helped me a ton. Negative thought, flip yourself, reframe it, say something positive to yourself. The other type of pattern interrupt you can use is um, you can implement something in your life that is really different. You can implement something in your life that really shifts who you are. It's like a representation of you becoming a different person. And so what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is Change something that you're doing throughout the day and do it consistently. Okay. So, this is you stepping into your power. And so, specifically for me, what I started doing that really made me a different person is I started running. I hated running. I I jog. (laughs) I'm a light jogger. What can I say? Okay. I don't go for a long distance and I don't run fast, but it is something that I associate with becoming a different person. And it's huge for me. My life is so much happier, more beautiful, more abundant when I am running, because that is something that I have taken and associated with me becoming a different person, with me becoming a more powerful, positive leader. And so I love, love, love to run. I always feel like I'm stepping every stride, baby. I'm stepping into my power when I run. And so not only are you associating this with the change in you, but you're also releasing positive chemicals into your brain, right? Endorphins, dopamine, all of these things are shooting throughout your body and raising um, raising your vibration. Making you feel better. These are chemicals that fight against chronic disease and chemicals that make you feel better. Okay. Um, So now the other part of toxicity that I want to talk about is toxic conversation. I want you to think about the conversations that you're having. Okay. What are, what are you talking about? What sort of emotion are you stirring up when you're talking about these conversations? Are you talking about old stories in the past that no longer serve you? Or are you talking about the positive things that happened through your day, the positive things that you have to look forward to, right? This is powerful, okay? And so this is what I have had to do. There are some people... That I just don't talk to anymore. You know why? Because our pattern was toxic conversation. So I now am surrounding myself with people who support positive conversation. And so in supporting positive conversation, they're supporting my creating new neural connections in my brain. They're supporting my elevation, my ascension in life. Right, they're supporting my internal dialogue because if you're having positive internal dialogue, but everyone around you is talking shit, then you're you're pushing, you're creating resistance. You're pushing against. You're just pushing against, and then so you just stay the same. You stay in the same place. And so, like, how does this um, refer to? Like, I can't talk. (laughs) Hold on, let me stop. I'm stuttering. How is this applied to the sports world? What sort of internal dialogue are we encouraging within our kids? Are we having within ourselves about whether it's sports or our job? You can really apply this to anything, right? What sort of internal dialogue are you having about your performance at work, about your performance on the field, about your performance on the ice? What are you saying to yourself? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the things that you have done well? Or are you focusing on the lack? Because I'm not saying you you shouldn't focus on the things you need to work on because you do need to do that. But when you set yourself up with the framework of I'm going to focus on what I had done right before I go fix what I need to fix. You're going to be sitting in a higher vibration space and you're going to be more able to not operate from emotion, but to operate from a logical space and to be able to fix those mistakes because what generally not generally always when you're when we're in a lower vibration emotion like fear, anger, regret, resentment that emotion does not allow us to adequately assess the situation around us okay and so who are you surrounding yourself with are you surrounding yourself with people who are supporting what you are doing well pointing to that first or are you surrounding yourself with people who are always pointing out your faults always pointing out what you're doing wrong because these are not the kind of people that we want to surround ourselves with we want people who are going to support our growth and so you've got to point you got to point out you got to point look in a direction of growth in order to grow and then you can look at what you need to do because otherwise you're not going to be Receiving, You're not going to be able to um, uh, allow the appropriate information in to make the improvements. So you've always got to start from a positive space. Always, always, always. Okay, now I'm going to go back up here. I want to look at what Dan said about, I want to look at his question. Shit, I don't know how to work this. I need you, Dan. I'm just kidding. Scroll up. It's not rocket science, is it? It's not quantum physics either. Okay. Um, Okay. How a college player feels when the coach that brought them to the program leaves. Okay. So, this is like, you know, everybody is walking their own path. And you are going to be in such a better space if you don't take stuff like that personally. And when you recognize that people are walking their own path. And so, I want to relate this to. disconnecting from a toxic person i know it's a diff it's different but it's uh, the same in that um you're cutting a cord right people come into our lives for a season some people come into our lives for a lifetime but you always have to appreciate that it's either a season or a lifetime and that really you don't always get to make the choice because everyone is walking their own path and so for me Something that I have recently done, and this is getting a little personal, um, I have recently come to the realization that I never let go of the friendship that me and my ex-husband had because we were friends before we were married. And I never felt that pain, and I never allowed that release, and it was holding me back. And so realize that when someone leaves, no matter why they're leaving, Or how they're leaving, or what the situation is, the coming to terms with the fact that that relationship is no longer for me. And so I have to stop holding on to that. And in some way, it served me and taught me a lesson. It's time to let go. Because if you don't let go of it, you're holding on and it is holding you back. And you got to feel it. Like I'm sure, whatever situation this has occurred in, um, you know, I'm sure those players felt let down. And sad, especially, you know, you look up to your coach, right? I mean, shoot, I was not huge, uh, I was not a huge athlete in high school, but I still remember the few coaches that I did have. I really, really, really looked up to them. I put them on a pedestal. I really valued their opinion and I valued their friendship. And so um, that would be very difficult. That would be a very difficult relationship to release. And it's hard, but you know what? It is what it is. And what do you, you can't do anything to change it. So you have to come to terms with it. Look at the past and take it for what it's worth. Um, appreciate the lessons. Appreciate the values that that person taught to you. And then move forward, right? and then find a way to have gratitude for the new coach to have gratitude for the new situation because we're all drawing in what's coming to us you know you drew in that situation you drew in that coach for a reason and so now how do you sit in gratitude with it so that you make the most of that situation right okay the other thing i want to talk about we talked about pattern interrupt um, oh this is a really great tool that i learned about a couple of days ago that i never Um, I, this was never in my tool belt and I'm super excited about it. I want to share it with you. I want you to think about in the past where, um, some situation that you were in really stuck with you, um, as a child where something has happened in your experience that really imprinted on you. And so we can look at, sports, for instance, or for me, I'm going to tell you about a choir experience. When I was, I think I was in 11th grade and I auditioned for a certain role that I did not get. And I was really upset about it. And it really, I took a hit to my confidence, a huge hit to my confidence. And It's not a huge deal, but it did stick with me. It did. It imprinted on me. And I really have carried a small piece of that with me, even though it seems insignificant. I have carried a small piece of that with me throughout my confidence journey as an adult. And so we look at sports. You know, you didn't make the team. I remember when my brother, he was a really good basketball player. Um, Not the tallest guy in the world, but he was always really good at basketball. And I remember when he went to try out for the team, the high school team as a freshman, and he got cut immediately. Oh, man. That definitely left an impression on my brother. I remember the disappointment on his face, I felt energetically the disappointment that he had. And to realize that this is the kind of stuff that our kids are going through, right? These are the kind of situations that we see our young athletes going through. And so what happens with that imprint is that's when you um, allow the outside world to define your worth. And we carry these things with us, right? Even as a 30 well, I'm gonna say 28 because I turned 28 and I decided I'm I was gonna stay there. So easy even I say it, 28, wink wink, 28 year old mom of three. I still had these impressions. And so what I have done, this cool tool, what you can do, it seems woo-woo, but this shit really works, is you can actually go back and either written or just in your mind visualization, visualize that occurrence. The way that you wanted it and so this is the cool thing as long as you're intentional and focused about it this is the cool thing about our brains is that our brains do not know the difference between a visualization and something that's happening happening in the real external world our brains do not have the ability to differentiate and and so let me point this out this is why When you start ruminating about that argument that you had a couple days ago, your blood pressure increases, your palms get sweaty, your heart increases and you get pissed off again. Because every time that you step back into one of those experiences, your brain doesn't know you're not really there. So don't do that. (laughs) Stop it. Don't do it. Okay. Um, And so but you can like rewrite these memories. And it really does make a difference. It makes a difference in your subconscious. And so you've got your conscious and your subconscious, your conscious and your subconscious. And these two are always communicating. Um, Our subconscious kind of plays a role to help us keep safe, but our subconscious also keeps us from stepping into things that scare us, stepping into opportunity, stepping into the unknown. And so when we go back and rewrite memories like that, even though it seems crazy woo-woo, it helps us to let go. It helps us to rewrite our history. It helps us to step into our power. It helps us to let go of all those old stories that do not serve us. Because most of those stories aren't even your stories. You've got to let it go. All that really matters is the now the now. And so right now, today, how are you going to free yourself from toxicity? You can choose right now, right this second. If you choose now, put I choose now in the comments. I choose now. I choose now. I'll choose it with you. So how can you free yourself right now in this moment? You make the decision. I'm going to see if there's any comments here. I see Donia's hanging with me. I love you. Um, think about in the past where some situation you were in really imprinted on you. We carry a small piece. Isn't it true? I know you do this mindset work, don't you? You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So the now, now, now. Okay. And so what are you thinking right now? Let's go back a little bit. What were you thinking before this podcast started? Review your day. What was your main thought throughout the day? Was it positive? Was it negative? Were you replaying a certain situation in your mind? Did something happen to you early in the morning that you carried with you all day long? When things like that happen, unless you're thinking about a positive situation, you are giving your power away. You're literally giving your power away when you let The memories control you unless they're positive. And so for the rest of the day, what are you going to think about? One of the coolest things you can do before you go to bed is think about all of the beautiful, amazing things that happen throughout the day. Even if you had a bad day, there is always positive there. And the more that you train your brain to find the positive, the more that you will see it because your brain will be able to see it. And the more it will be delivered to you because energy flows where focus goes. You will always get what you're looking for. You will always get what you're looking for. And so tonight, run your day through your head. Think of the most beautiful thing that happened to you today. And if a negative situation occurred, I want you to rewrite that situation. Rewrite it. Think it in your, if you had an argument with someone, think about that situation occurring in a positive manner. Think about it as if it occurred exactly like you wanted to occur and then boom, release that shit. Okay. And then as you're going to sleep, okay. When you go to bed, this is when your subconscious mind takes over, right? Right before you go to bed is such an amazing time to stick into your subconscious that which you desire, your dream reality. And so I want you to try something tonight. I want you to think about something that you desire. So let's say it's a new car. Okay. I want you to think about, put yourself in that car. Driving. How does it feel? Mm, does it have the new car smell? I love the new car smell. It's probably toxic chemicals, but <laughs> you know. Um, but I love the new car smell. Like, think about that. Think about holding the wheel. How smooth is the new car? What does the dash look like? Think about all the lights on the dash. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling good. I'm in my car right now. Shit, join me. Um, and it is a Tahoe. It's a red Tahoe, brand new. Um, I want you to think about that. Or think about something. If you're looking for a new house, if you're looking for a new relationship, think about how it feels and try to apply as many senses as possible. If you want to win a championship, right? Maybe you're going to the championship and basketball or something. Think about your contribution. Like picture yourself shooting the winning shot. Think about... The sound of the ball bouncing. Get as many senses involved as you can. Because remember, your brain doesn't know the difference between what you're thinking and actually being physically present. So think about that ball bouncing. Think about the sound of the fans cheering. Think about the cheerleaders or whatever you can put into that visualization. Think about it. And think about it over and over and over again until you fall asleep. Think yourself into positivity until you fall asleep. Do it. It's huge. This is so, so huge. It's such an amazing technique to visualize and draw beautiful things into your life. OK, so see what happens is, and we're going to get a little woo-woo and mystical on you. Um, what happens is you are activating the quantum field. James. James, can you please close the door? Oh my gosh, this kid. Oh, I love him so much. He's lucky he's so cute. Okay, so what you're doing is you're activating the quantum field of infinite possibility. And so I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You know, I'm I'm like brainwashing you, right? I keep saying this shit over and over again for a reason, because it's all the same, really. There is no situation. I, hold on. There is no separation. And so when you think about what you want in life, the universe, your God, the divine spirit, however you want to refer to pure positive love, starts to pull all of the cooperative components together in order to make that happen for you. And so that seems so big and like so outside of the realm of possibilities for one person that is so small, right? But we cannot possibly fathom, our brains cannot process the connections that we have with the universe, with everyone around us. We are connected to someone, to everyone, If you could see, if we could see the energy and the connections, all the zooming around of energy and changes and all the cooperative components coming together, oh my gosh, our minds would be absolutely blown. And this is why not everyone can see it. Some people can see it. I can see energy sometimes. Um, Oh, God, I don't know what that was. Um, This is, (laughs) gosh, I get so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay, Uh, let's see here. We have a comment this is what puts us aside from other people out here trying to do what we do. We bring the full feeling. That's right. That is right. Now he never did close that damn door. I'm about to go whoop him. No, I'm just kidding. I don't beat my kids. Um, okay. So I hope that this has served you this evening. Um, and I just want to remind you, um, kind of closing thoughts, like thoughts, right? Conversations and people. I need you to remember that it all starts in here. It all starts with a change in internal dialogue. That is where all of the power lies. And this is when it's like a domino effect. When you can harness the power of your mind and realize how powerful and worthy and amazing and deserving you are and start telling yourself this stuff over and over and over again, You will start to believe it when you start paying attention to the conversations that you're having and eliminating that level of toxicity from your life and start shifting conversations. um, This is, again, another part of the domino effect. And then when you start allowing yourself to cut the cords with toxic people in your life, this is where shit really changes for you and not caring what other people think. ooh this is when life really changes. You are the company you keep. You are the conversations you have. You are what you think inside your mind. You are so powerful. We do not adequately grasp the power that we have in our minds. We are so, so powerful. So powerful. And I want to remind you that you have a unique, specific gift to offer this world. No one else has the gift. No one. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't look over there and say, man, they do that well. I wish I could do it that way. Because you don't need to do it anybody else's way. You do it your way. You get good at your craft and people will will respond. I promise you. I hope you guys have a great night. Oh, (laughs) thank you so much for the interaction. I really appreciate it. Um, I love you, love you, love you so much. And I hope you guys have an amazing night. And it's a choice, right? I've got James saying every morning before he goes to school, he doesn't like school. But he says, I'm going to have a good day. And then he comes home and he's like, Mom, I said I was going to have a good day. And I had a good day. You are powerful. You are unique. You are amazing. Have an amazing night. I love you so much. Bye, guys.